It's Sunday, June 25th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. A bridge that crosses the Yellowstone River in Montana collapsed early Saturday, plunging portions of a freight car carrying hazardous materials into the rushing water below. The train cars were carrying hot asphalt and molten sulfur, Stillwater County Disaster and Emergency Services said. Officials shut down drinking water intakes downstream while they evaluated the danger after the 6 a.m. incident. David Stamey, the county's chief of emergency services, said there was no immediate danger for the crews working at the site and the hazardous material was being diluted by the swollen river. There were three asphalt cars and four sulfur cars in the river. The train crew was safe and no injuries were reported, Montana RailLink spokesman Andy Garland said in a statement. The asphalt and sulfur both solidify quickly when exposed to cooler temperatures, according to the report. In world news, the rebellious Russian mercenary commander who ordered his troops to march on Moscow before abruptly reversing course will move to neighboring Belarus and not face prosecution. The Kremlin said Saturday as part of a deal to defuse a crisis that represented the most significant challenge to President Vladimir Putin in his more than two decades in power. The charges against Yevgeny Prigozhin for mounting an armed rebellion will be dropped and the troops who joined him also will not be prosecuted, Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Peskov announced, and fighters from his Wagner group who did not take part in the uprising will be offered contracts by the defense ministry. Putin had vowed to punish those behind the armed uprising led by his one-time protege whose forces seized a key military facility in southern Russia before advancing on the capital. In allowing Prigozhin and his forces to go free, Peskov said Putin's highest goal was to avoid bloodshed and internal confrontation with unpredictable results. Moscow had braced for the arrival of the Wagner forces by erecting checkpoints with armored vehicles and troops on the city's southern edge. Red Square was shut down and the mayor urged motorists to stay off some roads. After the deal was struck, Prigozhin announced that while his men were just 120 miles from Moscow, he had decided to retreat to avoid shedding Russian blood. Back in the U.S., the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is investigating a Ford Motor Company recall of more than a quarter million Explorer SUVs in the U.S. after receiving complaints about repairs intended to prevent the vehicles from unexpectedly rolling away even while placed in park. The problem, ascribed to fractures of a rear axle mounting bolt that could lead the drive shaft to disconnect, was addressed by a Ford software update designed to apply the electronic parking brake if the drive shaft failed, the agency said. But according to two complaints from vehicle owners, their SUVs behaved erratically following the repair. In one of those cases, the Explorer would reportedly slam to a complete stop at speeds of up to 30 or 40 miles per hour. In the other, it would reportedly lurch into motion while the driver was attempting to disengage the electronic brake. No injuries were reported in these cases. And, the changing political dynamic could have major ramifications for e-commerce businesses and consumers importing products from China valued at less than $800. It also could add to the growing tensions between the countries. Under current U.S. law, most imports valued at less than 800 enter duty-free into the United States as long as they are packaged and addressed to individual buyers. It's referred to as the de minimis rule. 
efforts to lower the threshold amount or exclude certain countries altogether from duty-free treatment are set to become a major trade fight in this Congress. De minimis has become a proxy for all sorts of anxieties as it relates to China and other trade-related challenges, said John Drake, a vice president at the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, who argues that the current U.S. law should be preserved. The volume of products coming into the U.S. that benefit from the de minimis rule has soared in recent years. Conservatives anxious to counter America's leading economic adversary have set their sights on a top trade priority for labor unions and progressives and hope to crack down on the deluge of duty-free packages coming in from China. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.